Hi everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow intentionally in every aspect of your life. So wherever you find yourself today, this podcast will challenge you to take the next practical step towards your God-given purpose and potential. My name is Justin Doro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-host Robin Aldea. Hello to all you wonderful Growth Week podcast listeners. We are continuing our conversation this week about change. Now, at the beginning of this week, we said the only constant in life is change. Everything else shifts But change is a constant in our lives. And so we've been diving into this topic. Um, If you missed the last two episodes, want to encourage you to go back and listen to those because without that, it'll just be an incomplete picture. You want to get the full picture of um, what change can do for you this year. So on Monday, we spoke about a game changer. And that was basically about this concept that you need to decide what to start in your life that will bring about a positive change. Um, Yesterday, we spoke about enough is enough, where it's just like, you know there's something in your life that has been draining your energy that you need to stop doing, and so you just need to decide enough is enough, what to stop, and that will bring about change in your life. And today, we are continuing this conversation all about change, and this episode is entitled, No For Now, but not forever. So Pastor Jay, what does that mean? Yeah, Robin, I first heard this um, phrase from Andy Stanley. I think it was one of the Catalyst Conference where he was teaching on this concept of saying no for now. You know, there are some times when we are afraid to say no. No seems to be like such a negative word. Mm. You know, like if somebody's asking you to do something, you don't want to say no. <laughs> you know, it's that whole concept of wanting to be a yes man and you always want to say yes to things and especially when the things are good. Mm. You know, especially for us as Christians, most of the things that we are required to do or people demand of us, they're good things, you know, and to say no to something good feels like, ah, something is wrong with you and so when i listened to andy stanley presenting this concept saying yeah you don't have to say no forever just look at it as right now i i have permission to say no not because i don't believe that that thing is good but just because it is not a perfect fit for the season that i am in so each one of us goes through life in seasons. We all live life in seasons. And depending on what season you are in, there are certain things that may not be a perfect fit for you. They might fit perfectly well in somebody else's life, but for your season, uh, it might not be it. Like for argument's sake, Andy was saying that when they had their children, uh, Sandra and his wife decided that, hey, I am not going to be going to all these like social functions just because... I want to be a mother. I want to raise my kids. And for that season, Andy says she decided I'm going to say no to a whole lot of parties and social stuff just because I want to be a mother. And that's where he says he got the idea that after that season, after that period, they they could resume life as normal, do all the ministry stuff they used to do. But for a season, there was a no. So this is very, very important because depending on what season you are, you are in, 
there are certain things that are just not a perfect fit. And that's when you need to make a decision to say no for now, but not forever. So for today's podcast, this carries this idea of if you want to see change in your life, there are certain things that you have to say no for now. You need to suspend certain decisions. So for us, when we say no, it's not it's not final, but you're saying it's just something that I need to suspend in my life right now because the season is not right. Mm. Yeah, so today we're talking all about what to suspend. And obviously yesterday we spoke about what to stop, but in the title, you know, we have the word no, no for now. So what exactly is the main difference between suspending something and stopping something? So I think in the title, we, we kind of alluded to this fact that when you say no, it's not forever. You know, when you're stopping something, you're clear about it. There's a sense of finality. You are saying, this is done. This is not something that I need to be doing in my life. This is not good for me. And many times when you are saying no, you really know that this thing has no part in your destiny, in your purpose, and you need to stop it. It might have been something that you enjoyed doing, but you know for a fact that it must end. So stopping something means that um, it's no forever. Mm. But when you say no for now, this idea of suspending is just simply saying, I am not sure I can continue without this forever. This thing is so important, but for now, I may need to suspend it. So I think that's that's the difference. Yeah. So suspending something is a temporary thing. It's exactly. like it's a temporary thing, whereas stopping is just like this has come to an end thus yeah. far and no further. So today we're going to dive into this whole concept in mainly two areas. And the first one is in making decisions. Now, this is something that I think, I, I don't know, I was thinking about it, like how much time and energy do we put into making decisions? Mm. And, you know, we know that making decisions is a really important part of life. We had an entire growth week around yeah. the importance of making better decisions and having fewer regrets. So this is definitely vital. But I think for some people, and I, I'm one of those people, I think about a decision that I have to make maybe a year from now, <laughs> or I think about something that's maybe not relevant to my life at a specific moment, and yet it consumes so much of my mental energy it consumes so much of my mind and just the space that I'm in the time that I'm in I find myself not really being able to live fully in the present because I've constantly got this decision that I need to make in the back of my mind I don't know if you've ever been there Pastor Jay and so when you suspend or defer a decision you're saying like temporarily you're letting it go you're putting it to the side so it's still there you know it's there maybe you're going to revisit it three six months from now maybe a year from now but you're just actually giving yourself time it's almost like you're freeing up that mental capacity you're opening up some margin in your life opening up your mental space allowing yourself to think on what you need to think on right now and not on this thing that is maybe easily consuming you or whatever. And so for me, that's like, this is a huge one. Definitely, Robin. You know, when you were saying this about clearing your head space and just making sure that you are able to focus, you know, I, I just thought of my computer. I've got I've got this laptop that I'm getting frustrated with right now. And one of the problems is that it's it's lim- it's got limited memory. And so when I do a lot of high powered work, like when I'm editing or doing certain things, I always have to go to the tasks and close certain programs. I know that there are programs that, you know, in in computers, 
There are programs that run behind the scenes. But when that is happening, for me, it slows down my whole computer because it's preoccupied with other things that are not important for what I want to do. So when I want to edit, I make sure that every other uh, program app is closed so that I have the full power of that computer. And it's true of our human minds. Our minds are like this computer, you know, they constantly processing things. And so when your mind is uh, preoccupied with a pending decision, you cannot fully focus on whatever matters in, in, in that moment. So I, I just love that idea of deferring your decisions so that you can make um you know, make the most of your energy and your mind power. Yeah, that's a really powerful concept. And I think, uh, you know, as you were just talking about that, I thought about how, especially women, you know, like <laughs> we can get so in our heads about certain things, you know, about, I mean, you haven't even met the guy, but you've already planned your entire wedding, you know, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And you've already made a decision on the dress and all that kind of stuff. And the truth is, is that a lot of people, um, I'm sure there's many other scenarios, they're so focused on what's like so far ahead or something that maybe is not even a reality right now for them, yeah. like, you know, planning a wedding, but you yeah, haven't sure. even met the guy, but you're so focused on wanting to get there. And we're not saying it's bad, like it's not bad to dream and to wish for something and to want to plan something, but it becomes a problem when you actually don't then free up that space for yeah. the things that are important right now. Like what is that decision that is pressing on you that you need to make tomorrow, but because you're procrastinating and because you're filling your, your mental capacity with all these other things, you actually never get to what's the most important. That's good. The second area that we want to talk about is actions. And it comes out of freeing your mind first mm. because your actions are determined by what's going on in your mind. It's your mind that determines your behavior, what you're thinking of, what you're doing. You know, when you have too many things in your mind, you, you actually cannot focus on whatever task you need to do. So it's okay to suspend decisions, but sometimes you also need to suspend actions. Mm. There are certain things that we find ourselves doing that are good. We really can agree that these things are good, but maybe because they're not working, they're not producing fruit, we may need to suspend them. I love this scripture from Ecclesiastes chapter number three. It says that there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And then it goes on to list a whole lot of activities, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, to uproot, to, to kill, to heal. And this, um, it seems like everything that happens in life must uh, there's this idea of timing. It must be done at the right time. Mm. So sometimes we know that something is good, but the timing is wrong. Yeah. And when that happens, you need to suspend that action until the right time. You know, the Bible also says of the children of Issachar that they understood the times and they knew what to do. Mm. So our actions must be determined by timing, like doing the right thing at the wrong time can be detrimental. You can stifle your growth by doing something that is right, but it's at the wrong time. I love that scripture, Pastor Jay, because it helps me to stay present <laughs> in the moment. You know, it helps me to realize that um, you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to speed through seasons or to speed through certain things because you want to get there. Like it's okay to like be in this suspension for a while and to be like, Hey, this is a season of mourning. So I'm yeah. not going to be dancing, you know, That's or right. it's a season of dancing and you're not going to be mourning. It makes me think of the sermon that I was listening to a while ago. And this woman was talking about dating, but she basically said, um, wrong person, wrong time, 
it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Right person, wrong time, it's wrong. <laughs> wrong person, right time, it's wrong. But right person, right time, it's right. Powerful. So for me, that was just like, it can even be the right person, but the wrong time still makes it wrong. And we can apply that to so many things in our lives because sometimes that thing is right, but the timing is so wrong and it will actually produce wrong things in your life if you force it because as human beings we tend to want to like something feels right you know or oh i'd love to have that happen in my life or whatever and we 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 take it into our own hands and then we want to cry but why god you know when it all blows up we want to cry like why god but actually if we had really just considered the season we were in we would not be where we are yeah, Robin, uh, I like what you said in the, you know, the example of relationships that you used. Just recognizing that if the timing is not right, everything becomes wrong. Mm. It, it just accentuates this idea of suspending decisions, suspending actions. And this is the problem or the challenge that we have when it comes to suspending things. Sometimes saying no to something with finality is actually easier. You know, you're letting go of something that is not good for your future or for for your growth. But suspending something means that you know that this thing is important. The the challenge is why delay something that you know Mm. is good for you? You want it now. And I really believe that if we took time to suspend certain things, we'll live our lives with fewer regrets and then we'll see effective change in our lives. For argument's sake, in that whole relationship scenario, if you may be coming out of a relationship and you're broken, you know that you need time to heal first before you go into the next relationship. But because the next relationship is already available and you don't pause and say, let me first get well, you are going to mess up the future, even though you could have met the right person, you're going to mess up the future and believe that, oh yeah, something was wrong with that person or whatever the story is. Mm. But the reality is you were supposed to suspend the decision. You were supposed to suspend that action so that you can first get uh, healed. Yeah. Wow. That's so deep. It makes me think about a season in my life, Pastor Jay, where, you know, when I first started coming to this church, I was involved in everything. Mm. You know, I remember there was a time where I would be at church almost every single night of the week. And I love that, you know, yeah. but I think throughout the years, I realized that in order for me to be more effective and to <laughs> give more of my um, attention, more of my energy into the things that I'm supposed to do, I had to defer some things i had to let go of some things and not forever i think about being part of the worship team like i love worship and i was a part of the worship team for years but when my season started shifting i knew that going into what god was calling me to do i actually had to defer that for a while and temporarily take a step back and i think i did for almost a year where Mm. i was only on the worship team for a handful of times um but that was the best thing ever because had i continued to try and be on the team every week and make it to every rehearsal and stuff um you know we wouldn't have the children's ministry that we have now we wouldn't have the youth that we have now and so sometimes it may feel like but this thing has been such a big part of my life it's been this thing that has brought me so much joy um you don't want to let go of it but it's necessary for a season that's good. Which brings us to another decision that we made this year. We are suspending life groups. 
and life groups for anyone who does church. If you talk about small groups or uh, home cells, whatever you guys call them in your different churches, everybody knows that uh, small groups are vital for the health of a church. And when you say to people, oh, we're suspending life groups, people kind of feel like, are you sure that's the right thing to do? Yes, we're not saying we are stopping life groups. We know that church cannot be healthy without life groups. We know that life happens in community, in small groups. But for us right now, we realized that the life groups or our current life groups are not being as productive as we want them to be or as we believe they're supposed to be. And so what we decided to do is let's put them on hold. Let's focus that energy on building our culture, building our church, training and raising leaders so that our life groups, when we finally resume, will become a whole lot better and they will actually speed up the growth that we want to see in our church. So yeah, it's, it's important sometimes to say, no for now to something that is really good for you. Yeah. So Pastor Jay, obviously, you know, with suspending life groups and stuff, since I started coming to this church, it's always been a huge thing for us to have life groups. So what does that actually look like practically? You know, maybe someone um, is <laughs> thinking about doing the same thing in their church or whatever, or they just feel like their life groups are not working out. What is something that we're doing that we believe is really going to help our culture to be built and our community to be built. Yeah. So obviously we recognize that saying no for now means that it's only for a season. Yeah. We're hoping that in the near future we'll be able to go back into small groups, but our small groups will be healthier. So we had to ask ourselves, what am I going to do? Which is also, I think this is applicable to anything that you suspend. If you suspend something, you need to ask yourself, what are we going to do with the time, with the resources, with the energy that we have freed up to make sure that when we resume this thing, it is different, it is better. Otherwise, you might as well not suspend it if you just ignore the fact that something needs to be done. That's the thing, because, you know, you can defer a decision and be like, oh, you know, I'm never going to think about that again or defer an action. And yet, you know, you're so consumed by other things and you're not actually doing what you need to do to make yourself ready yeah. for that thing. That's important. So for us as a church, we realize that, number one, we're still going to utilize the time that we used to spend in life groups by bringing the church together. And actually now it's not just the, the limited number of people in life groups, but we bring in the whole church together for a midweek service kind of thing. And we are now focusing on building culture mm. with the family as a whole. So that when people understand the culture, the culture of life groups, the importance of um, life groups, yeah, they can now go into these life groups, not just to like, oh, well, that's what we do, but they do it with deeper conviction and understanding what Mm. Uh, the life groups will do for them so yeah understanding of values understanding exactly. of like you know if i do join a life group what is required of, of me. me because yeah that's really really important and like you said that can apply to anything while you have deferred something you can work on you yes. <laughs> work on you so pastor jay as we wrap up this conversation um we want to go into some like practical aspects what are some signs in your life, maybe that you need to suspend something for a season. Robin, we've been saying this over and over again, and it's worth repeating again, even right now. When you know that something is important, but it's not working right now, it's time for you to consider, do I suspend the thing or not? Because sometimes we keep doing the same thing and we find no joy. It's just draining you 
maybe suspend it for a while and then find what needs to be done before you can resume. So, yeah, when something that is good and and I want to emphasize because the temptation is this. Sometimes we we suspend things that we need to stop. So you only suspend something when you know it's good for you and it's important for where you're going. Mm. Don't suspend things that you need to stop. Otherwise, otherwise you're wasting your time. What you need to stop, stop. And what you need to suspend, then suspend. Mm. Yeah. And then another important thing that you need to look at, and this requires a lot of like knowing thyself introspection, mm. you know, is that when you know that you have this decision or you have this action that you need to take, but you're not emotionally or mentally in the right space, there's this tension, there's this thing of just like, I know this is what I need to do, yeah. um, but I'm just not there right now. That's good. Um, so you need to pay attention to that tension and know that in that season, it might just be worth, you know, deferring it for a while, taking the time to, to be like, hey, I need to work on some things emotionally. I need to work on some things mentally and create space for that. That's good. Robin, I think this is the crux of the matter because the tension there is the season you are in. Mm. And so many times we make these decisions to continue doing certain things because we're looking at everybody else, but we don't know where everybody else is. Mm. Know yourself. And, and I cannot overemphasize the importance of what you just said right now, because that's, that's the key to suspending things. If you yourself are not in a good space, something that could be perfectly right for everybody else. And you even know that it's good for you, mm. but because you're not in the right space, you need to suspend it. And in most cases, people ignore the fact that, you know what, I want to get married. Mr. Wright has showed up, but emotionally, mm. I'm a wreck. You are going to mess up what was supposed to be a glorious relationship just because you didn't suspend. Yeah, And that's driven by fear and shame because it's like fear of like, oh, if I, if I suspend this right now, it's going to disappear. And shame of like, but I should be there. Yeah. What are people going to think? Like, Or even just you're disappointed in yourself because you thought you'd be further along. You thought you'd be closer. And so, it, yeah, it's, a, it's actually a really complicated thing if you think about it. That's right. And you've just opened another avenue. Maybe the reason why people don't suspend things is our own insecurities. We, we fear that people will judge us. People will think we're not good enough. But you still know yourself. Suspend it and when you resume or when you pick up whatever thing that you've suspended, it's going to be healthy for you and it's going to be good for you. So it's important for us to suspend things when we are not in the right space. In fact, yesterday, Robin, I was sharing a story of somebody who I was walking with and they needed to make a decision to, to quit their job. If you didn't listen to it, you better go back to yesterday's episode and hear that story. It's a powerful story. But here's one of the things that I had to say, because I took this person on a three-month journey of preparing them for this decision. And I said explicitly, if I'm going to walk with you, the decision to resign, the decision to quit your job, the decision to even let go of anything must be on hold. We're suspending that decision. We're not talking about resigning. We're not talking about leaving. We, we're suspending that so that we can focus all our energy on what we need to deal with so that when you make the decision, you can say for sure, I gave it due diligence. You know, you, I had my whole mind free. My emotions were in the right place. Because sometimes 
we stop things, we quit or we, we resign uh, simply because we are emotionally not in the right space. You know, you, you wake up and you had a bad day yesterday, your boss was shouting at you and then you go tomorrow and you're like, I'm not coming back. Then two days later, your emotions are, are fine now. You're wondering, what did I do? It's because it was an emotional decision. And I think we as human beings are impulsive. Oh, yeah. like many people are just so impulsive that they don't really think things through. They don't really talk things through before making a decision or before um, taking an action. And so this last one is just to kind of purposefully create some tension around that thing. So if you're about to make a decision or take an action that will impact your life, you should take some time to think through it. You should actually maybe, like what we said yesterday, talk with someone, walk yeah. with someone through this thing. Um, it makes me think of, you know, impulse buyers. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't actually need to buy that something, but you do. And maybe you end up having more debt and you end up being in financial straits or whatever. Sometimes we make decisions, take actions that we don't really need need to and it actually ends up complicating our lives and stuff so you actually purposefully need to say hey before i make another impulsive action or decision yeah. we were chatting about this earlier and and i realized that if we created that tension deliberately if we suspended things even if we know that this is really good this is what i've been desiring if we suspended it just for a short period we will make better decisions. We will take better actions. So it's important to create that tension. Yeah, yeah. and we'd have more conviction about well, yes. them as well because yeah. you know you've, like what you said, you've done due diligence and you've made that decision from a place of strength, from conviction. I love that. That's so good. So Pastor Jay, we're at the end of this conversation. I think every day for me is just getting better and better. I can't wait for tomorrow and the day after. And so if you guys have been tuning in, our amazing podcast listeners, we want to encourage you, subscribe so you never miss a single episode. Share this with someone. Share this with a friend, a family member, maybe a colleague or someone that you know, mm. you know, is currently wanting some change in their lives. I think it's a season of change. A lot of things are changing around us. And so we want to make sure that we help you, we equip you to make Make better decisions and yeah robin i think this is also again to remind i think we say this uh, at the top of this month's series ask yourself what has changed in your life so far the first month is gone and if you can not see any form of change in your life right now i just feel like as we are drawing to the end of this conversation it's important to bring the tension again if there is no change in your life right now it's time to seriously consider implementing some of these things maybe it's something that you need to start something you need to stop something you need to suspend but if you apply these things certainly there's going to be change in your life definitely and so again do not miss the rest of this week's conversation until then let's keep growing